0: Good morning. This is Daily Morning Prayer from the Episcopalian Book of Common Prayer. Today we're going to start on page 77. We're using Morning Prayer Rite 2, and I'm going to use an opening verse that is appropriate for all saints and major saints' days. Today is not um, technically a major saints' day, but um, it is a pretty special day commemoratively. So today we remember Elizabeth Katie Stanton. Um, And I happen to know another Katie who is named after her, which makes it extra special for me. Amelia Bloomer and Sojourner Truth and Harriet Ross Tubman. And on the Episcopal Church Year Guide Calendar with a K, they are listed as liberators and prophets. And so I think that's special enough to uh, speak to this as a saint's day. After all, we are all saints in light. And these amazing women were certainly inspirational examples of how to stand strong against the darkness so we give thanks to the father who has made us worthy to share in the inheritance of the saints in light continuing with the confession of sin on page 79 dearly beloved we have come together in the presence of almighty god our heavenly father to set forth his praise to hear his holy word and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone, strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the holy spirit keep us in eternal life amen lord open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise glory to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever amen alleluia worship the lord in the beauty of holiness come let us adore him Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore him. Psalm 31 In you, O Lord, I seek refuge. Do not let me ever be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. You are indeed my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that is hidden for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. You hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will exult and rejoice in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction. You have taken heed of my adversities and have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye wastes away from grief. My soul and body also. For my life is spent with sorrow, and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my misery, and my bones waste away. I am the scorn of all my adversaries, a horror to my neighbors, the object of dread to my acquaintances those who see me in the street flee from me i have passed out of mind like one who is dead i have become like a broken vessel for i hear the whispering of many terror all around as they scheme together against me as they plot to take my life mm. but i trust in you O oh lord i say you are my god my times are in your hand Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Do not let me be put to shame, O Lord, for I call on you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go dumbfounded to Sheol. Let the lying lips be stilled that speak insolently, insolently against the righteousness with pride and against the righteous with pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness that you have laid up for those who fear you and accomplished for those who take refuge in you in the sight of everyone in the shelter of your presence. You hide them from human plots. You hold them safe under your shelter from contentious tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was beset as a city under siege. I had said in my alarm, I am driven far from your sight, but you heard my applic- you heard my supplications when I cried out to you for help. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts haughtily. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Joshua. Joshua chapter 4, verse 19, through chapter 5, verse 1, and then we'll skip to verses 10 through 15. So just hang in there with me. Thank you. The people came up out of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. Those 12 stones which they had taken out of the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal, saying to the Israelites, when your children ask their parents in time to come, what do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know, Israel crossed over the Jordan here on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you crossed over As the Lord your God did to the Red Sea which he dried up for us until we crossed over so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty and so that you may fear the Lord your God forever when all the kings of the Amorites beyond the Jordan to the west and all the kings of the Canaanites by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the Israelites until they had crossed over their hearts melted and there was no longer any spirit in them because of the Israelites. While the Israelites were camped in Gilgal, they kept the Passover in the evening on the 14th day of the month in the plains of Jericho. On the day after the Passover, on that very day, they ate the produce of the land, unleavened cakes and parched grain. The manna ceased on the day they ate the produce of the land, and the Israelites no longer had manna. They ate the crops of the land of Canaan that year. Once when Joshua was by Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing before him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you one of us or one of our adversaries? He replied, Neither. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face face to the earth and worshiped. And he said to him, What do you command your servant, my Lord? The commander of the army of the Lord said to Joshua, Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Romans. Romans chapter 12, verses nine through 21. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals upon their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 18, page 93. Splendor and honor and kingly power forever and forevermore. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 26, verses 17 through 25. On the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, where do you want us to make the preparations for you to eat the passover? He said, go into the city to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is near. I will keep the passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed. <laughs> Excuse me. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them, and they prepared the passover meal When it was evening, he took his place with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him one after another, Surely not I, Lord. He answered, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to the one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed it would have been better for that one not to have been born judas who betrayed him said surely not i rabbi he replied you have said so the gospel of the lord praise to you lord christ i believe in god the father almighty creator of heaven and earth i believe in jesus christ his only son our lord he was conceived by the power of the holy spirit we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy Church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now is our prayer time. We're going to pray together the St. Francis prayer as we have been. And then I'll give you some of my thoughts. And then we will pray separately. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light riseth up in darkness for the godly, grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what Thou wouldst have us do, that the Spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in Thy light, We may see light, and in thy straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, here are some of my thoughts. I was really inspired by Psalm 31, and I I started a little bit of poetry on that, which I'm not going to share. It's a little bit um, too rough and too personal and, and too close, I think. But um, I think that's a beautiful psalm to ruminate on in the times that we are feeling alone or overwhelmed. And it reminds us that God has and will come through. Um, I don't know what to do with it yet, but I I really kind of love this bit in Joshua about the commander of the army of the Lord. So I'm just going to put that in my subconscious or my back brain or however you want to refer to that and let it percolate for a little bit. And the other thing that was significant to me in our reading from Joshua was this reverence for the holy, that this particular patch of ground was the physical place where Joshua encountered the holy, and so he took off his sandals and showed reverence. I think that that is something that it would do us mighty good to regain in our culture, reverence for the holy. And I am not talking about empty empty shows, right? Uh, We hear about that other places in the Bible, those who wail aloud and wear their ashes. No, I'm talking about marking the space, whether literal or physical, where we encounter the holy and observing it with reverence. Moving on to our reading from Romans. I've got a lot to say about this. First of all, let love be genuine I think that statement can stand on its own enough said there and how do we one another and showing honor i love that like if you want to be competitive be competitive in how much you respect each other i think that's pretty awesome um and honor to each other honor to the lord honor in general um i think that's a pretty good thing if you want to compete compete in that way and then there's a lot in here That I really kind of want to unpack because I think that, and this is just my humble opinion and I know people are going to disagree with me and that's okay, but I think that we have done a lot of harm to ourselves and to, to victims and what we have done with verses like these, bless those who persecute you, never avenge yourselves but leave room for the wrath of God. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Here's where I think we have made a mistake. We have taken this to mean allow ourselves to be abused. Be doormats. Leave it to God. And I think that on a personal level, it leads to us staying in a place and not standing staying in a place of abuse and not standing up for ourselves in many ways, whether it's an abusive boss or spouse or friendship. The way I personally experience that. Well, let's just leave it there. We've all had personal experiences with that. On a more universal or societal scale, scale, I think the the way that we misuse verses like this is standing by when there's a greater evil in the world. The Christians who did nothing as the Nazis were coming to power in World War II, I think would fall into this category. What I believe the right way to interpret these verses is, is that we leave it to God to judge and to serve consequence. But we, especially the empowered and enfranchised, we, those of us who are strong and have resources, whatever that means, whether it's strength of character or strength of position, resources of wealth or time or intelligence, whatever it is, those of us who have must stand up on behalf of those who have not. Whether it means standing up against bullying in our schools or standing up against the mistreatment of refugees and families, whatever it means, that is our responsibility. We are saints on this earth. Wherever and whenever and however we have the capability to stand up against the darkness, against abuse and hurt and woundedness, we should do that. The peace that we should leave to God is the vengeance piece. We're not going to return, return evil for evil is the eye for an eye thing, right? So like um, we're not meant to be Christian mafia. <laughs> we, don't, we don't go back and if someone hurts our children, we don't go hurt their children, right? But we stand up when we say this is wrong and it will not be tolerated. And we take means to protect those who need protection, I I hope that that kind of makes it a little bit more clear. Um, The piece where I myself am trying to work is to discern when to stand up and when to let it go, right? Um, And I'm thinking right now about whether or not I want to use this one particular example. I'm going to raise that question up to the Lord. Hang on just a second. I'm not going to use the example because there might be people who listen to this podcast that would feel, would be aware or part of that situation and feel that feel some kind of public shaming on it. And so I'm not going to, but suffice it to say that I think that is the challenge for all of us to pray and discern when to stand up and when to let it go. And I think at its most simplistic, the answer is generally Is there going to be hurt done? And if yes, then stand up. Now, that kind of, that can get picked apart, and like anything else, it has to be handled situation by situation with prayer and discernment. And so that is what I pray for us. Lord, give us the strength to stand up when we're supposed to, and give us the discernment to know when that is. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, amen. And now is our time for personal prayer. So we'll all be right back. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.